Greetings, your divine majesticness. It is I, Leanthorn, with an update on Venix's recent adventures. He met the priestess Bronwyn and her companion Myrtle when he fell from the sky and landed on their shelter. As they headed down the mountain, they encountered a corrupt wizard who attempted to steal their souls and trap them in some very suspicious orbs. Venix's powers returned temporarily, and he liquefied the wizard and his companion. Now they're headed for a tavern at the base of the mountain. Hopefully the rustic charm of the place doesn't prove too distracting for Venix and his friends. Who's cutting that striking silhouette? It's Venix the Mighty. And who's the handsomest devil you've ever met? That's Venix the Mighty. And who wrote this song for the hell of it? Who's lovemaking's tender and delicate? Who invented the name for the pelican? And it's Venix the Mighty. Who's tall enough to reach to the highest shelf? Who's rough every halfling and dwarf and elf? Who's running out of ways to describe himself? That's Venix the Mighty. Well, this place is awfully charming. Someone just stole my watch. Derby Big Ear, my friend! Venix, I thought I told you never to come back here. Was that before or after I saved your butt from that silt dragon? It was a hundred years ago. Who remembers? (laughs) (laughs) Who are your friends? This is Bronwyn Ellered, a priestess of Dolora, and this is her servant. Nursemaid? Mother? I prefer the term personal attache. <laughs> all right, ladies, this is Gerby Big Ear, the meanest gnome in all of Talaire. But that's all right, because her ale is terrible too. <laughs> Welcome to the Cranky Fox Inn. I'll be out in a second with some drinks for you. What a nice person. Doesn't she need to know what we want to drink? Doesn't matter. You're getting ale. That's all Gerby has here. Oh, is it strong? You see these pits in the tabletop? Yeah? That's from where the ale spilt and ate away the wood. Oh my. Here you go, three ales. Drink up and don't cause any trouble, you hear me? Of course not. (laughs) Come to the bar if you need another. Thank you so much. I think I see something moving in there. I've missed this. Ah, who needs another one? <coughs> me. Oh, uh, let me try. Oh, <coughs> oh, 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 oh that, that's awfully <coughs> abrasive. I'm going to the bar. Stay here and uh, try not to embarrass me. God's forbid. We'll stay right here. You going to finish that? No. Good. I'm, uh, I'm going to ask around and see if anyone knows of a wizard who could help free these people from these crystals. If you leave this table by yourself, you're going to come back a completely different person. I don't think it will be that bad. They seem like lovely people. I just saw that gnome over there stab a troll and take his nose ring. Venix won't let anything bad happen to me. Venix is over there making out with a couple of elves. Oh, that's clever. He's making friends. I'm sure he'll ask them to help. I'm sure. All right, I'm off. Hey, give me your money. I'm afraid I don't have any. Uh, would you like some ale? Ale? No, you've got something valuable. Hand it over or I'll introduce you to my friend Mr. Stabby. I love meeting new people. Is he sitting at your table? Oh, okay, you're an idiot. Do you know where I might find a wizard around here? Can we stay on topic, please? I'm trying to rob you. But I already told you, I don't have anything to give you. So, let's move on, shall we? You don't have anything valuable? 
Got a few sausages in my bag. Here, let me get them for you. Oh, no, that's not necessary. Here you go. They're a little dried out, but still good. I, uh, well, thank you. You're welcome. I don't have anything to give you. You don't need to. It's a gift. Oh, do you want one for your friend? Friend? Mr. Stabby. Oh, um, Mr. Stabby isn't a person. He's my knife. Oh, I hope you have other friends besides your knife. Uh, not really, no. That's a real shame. No one should be alone. Why don't you come sit with me and Myrtle? Oh, uh, you mean it? Of course. This is Myrtle, my assistant. I'm Gorin. Pleased to meet you. Gorin tried to rob me. <sighs> That's nice. It's a living, isn't it? Have some mail. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, it's nothing. So, Gorin, are you from around here? I've been here my whole life. Do you know of any magical experts in the area? A wizard, perhaps, or an arcanist? Well, I know this one guy named Tippius who wanders around up in the mountains. He comes down every once in a while. Mm, uh, anyone else? Oh, sure. There's a hedge witch lives outside Townaways. Uh, Serafina is her name. She's a bit weird, though. As long as she knows a lot about magic, then that's all we need. She does. She gave my brother-in-law a poultice that cleared up his sarcasm just like that. Perfect, let's go. I still have ale left. Come on, Gorin, you can take us there. Myrtle, fetch Fenix. I'm sure he'll be pleased to know we figured out a solution. He looks kind of involved. We'll wait for you outside. Um, <laughs> Venix? <laughs> Don't touch who? Venix. <laughs> oh, I'm tender. Venix! Uh, what? We're going to see a witch. All right, see you later. Bronwyn wants you to come too. I'm good here, thanks. I said, Bronwyn wants you to come too. I don't want to. We have to find a way to save the people trapped in the orbs. Look, Myrtle. I'm in a warm tavern with a beautiful elf on my lap and a fine... The acceptable ale in my hand. Why should I go out into the cold, dark night to talk to a witch about some problem I don't care about? I think you know why. Why are you looking at me like that? How are your powers doing these days? They're fine. Remember what I did to that wizard and his girlfriend? And then you tried to fly and fell on your face again. My flying is broken, but otherwise I'm good. I do a lot of reading, Mr. Venix. Not the big old books that Bronwyn studies. But I read stories. About the gods. You mean the ones for children? Some of them are very well written. Sure, sure. And I know that when an immortal falls from the sky, it's not because they slipped off a flying carpet. You've got an onus. I'll say... And if you think you're going to break it by snogging floozy elves, no offense. None taken. You are as dumb as you look. Hey! Ouch! I'll see you outside. Wait! Uh, uh, nuts. She's nice. No, she's not. I'll have to catch you later, sweetheart. Don't forget me. See you later, Vantex. Vent. Uh, never mind. I'll be right there! There was a knock at the door. Yes? Are you Serafina the witch? 
The very same. Come in, come in. I answered the door and four guests came in. One was a large, burly man and with a semi-divine aura, then a priestess of Delora and an old dwarven woman. And Goran. Evening. Who are you calling old? I'm only 204. What's that you're writing? I'm a prognosticator, you see. I need to keep track of everything I do so I can see if I predicted it. How's your record? I don't know. I'm so busy writing down what I'm doing that I don't have time to go back and look at what I've written. Uh, just a moment. Explained to guests about journaling. There are a lot of books in here. Is that whole shelf just old journals? Well, that shelf there, and that wall, and I've got another room in the back that's full of journals. <laughs> Explained quantity of books. That's definitely normal. Bronwyn, show her the orbs so we can get out of here. Oh, yes. I've got these orbs. Oh, my. Where did you get them? Killed a wizard. I defeated the evil wizard Tippius in a mighty battle. These are the spoils of my victory. Tippius is dead? I think I might have predicted that. I'll have to look that up. Did you know him? He'd come by for some tinctures every once in a while. He had a bad rash on his gonads. That's why he was so cranky. He said he captured the life essence of people in these orbs. Tippius? Let me see one of those. Hmm. Either Tippius was taking some seriously advanced master classes or... Oh, mm -mm. Tippius was apparently using some dark magic to steal souls. Tippius was a jerk, but he wasn't that good a wizard and he wasn't evil. This sort of magic is way beyond his skill. What would cause such a change? I'm not sure. Are those all the orbs? Yes, we gathered them all when Venix defeated him. Venix is on a quest to see them freed. I am? Yes, you are. Well, that part's easy. Usually with things like this, you just smash them on the ground. See? Shoo! Shoo! Should have done this outside. Get! Garen, hand me that broom. Here you go. Shoo! Shoo! Nothing worse than a ghost in the house. They wail at all hours. Here, Goran, put this back. What, what happened to that person? You just said. Tippius stole their life essence and trapped them in the orb. I just let it out. Oh, oh, uh, <clears throat> released ghost from an orb, scooted out with a broom. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something I definitely predict. Fenix, we can't just let these people die. We can't? No, you're a hero, aren't you? You're sworn to defend the lives of the innocent and good. I mean, sworn is a bit of a strong term. It's just a formality. So you'll find a way to save these people. I think they're beyond saving. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I remember something. Goran, fetch me the green journal on the shelf by my cauldron. Uh, why, why do I have to do that? Remembered prognostication sent Goran to fetch journal. All right, fine. Gorin fetched journal. Uh, would you do me a favor and look through there for a prognostication I made about this? They're marked with uh, uh, bits of ribbon. Oh, of course. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, 
Borgle flower will wilt early. Priestess looked through previous journal to look up pronostications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will run out of tea and have to go to the market a day early. No, that one came true. Tea prognostication was correct. Are all of your predictions like this? What? Boring. <laughs> Quotidian, banal, yes. Most of them. Then again, so is most of life. Oh, um, here's an interesting one. I know how to read too, you know. A quartet will visit. Glass will break, a spirit freed. The hero's quest will decide the fate of Talaire. One will spill wine on the rug. Oh. 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 I swear I did not do that on purpose. That could be anyone. Nothing I do decides the fate of anything. This is perfect. I knew it. You have a quest. The only quest I'm on is a quest for beer, good food, and sex. That's what it takes to save Talaire, then it's the will of the gods. It's not the will of anyone. I know the gods. They don't care about what happens here. They're very mysterious. They're dicks. We accept the quest. What do we need to do? I have no idea. Can you do another prognostication? Oh, sure, sure. This is a waste of time. I could be back at the Cranky Fox right now getting properly drunk. I need to do a little preparation. Gorin, bring me that bowl, will you? And be careful not to spill it. Why am I the fetching boy now? I'm a hardened criminal, I'll have you know. Don't set a bad example for Mr. Stabby. He looks up to you. He doesn't? Ah, never mind. All right, here we go. Should we join hands or something? If you like. No. Prepare the prognostication. All I have to do is swirl the water clockwise four times, and then... Anti-clockwise twice, and... uh, Do you see anything? That bowl needs a good washing. It's coming! It's coming! Prognostication took some time to form. Prognostication took a little more time. This is ridiculous. I just need to concentrate more. That's interesting. What is? This is going to sound crazy, but there's a little bit of dirt over there. It looks kind of like a hoarded demon sweeping across the countryside. Where? I don't see it. Like, uh, just right there. Um, oh, and that one looks like a big, big guy standing in front of them with a sword, like a really big guy. It's you, Venix. It's a dead fly is what it is. What else do you see, Gorin? Well, now it's kind of swirling a little bit and changing... There are two people standing with the sword guy. One's really short and the other is in a white robe. And the demonic horde is getting closer. They're riding these awful beasts that look like naked, sweaty horses with bird heads. They're destroying everything in their path and the three people are just standing there between the horde and everything else. They're getting closer and closer and... What? What? You're crushing my hand. Let go. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. That was weird. Why would you say that? What are you trying to do to me? A prognosticator has to share her, or in this case, his vision exactly as she sees it. It's our duty. He's not a prognosticator. He's a thief. He made that up. Look, I could make up way more crazy stuff than that. I I swear I saw that. Why should I even believe a man who I know for a fact once told the constable that the reason that he had his hand in the mayor's pocket was that he was the newly appointed town lint exterminator? How'd you know about that? I believe him. So do I. 
You believe that there is some evil force coming and only the three of us will stand in its way? It makes perfect sense. Why else would you have landed exactly where my portent told me to wait? It's fate. I know fate. I went to her housewarming party last year. She wouldn't do this to me. What we have to do next is figure out where this threat is coming from and make sure you're ready to face it. Gorin, did your vision happen to show us living through this encounter with the demon hordes? No. It didn't show you dying, either. It sort of just stopped before it got that far. I'm sorry I'm new new to all this. So this could be a warning telling us that if we do stand before the oncoming horde, we'll be killed. So we should go find a comfortable cave to hide out in until this apocalypse is over. Well, that's the problem with prognostication. You don't really know what it's trying to say until the thing that was prognosticated comes to be. Exactly my point. Even if Gorn is telling the truth, which I sincerely doubt, there's no way we'll know what his vision means. What do you think we should do? Wise, Venix. There is no we here. I've been telling you that, or trying to tell you that, but you won't listen. We're not some sort of adventuring party on a quest. I'm just here until I can get my powers working again. If you want to save these orbs, people, or go fight a demon horde, that's great. Have fun. But my only quest right now is to go back to the Cranky Fox and get drunk as I possibly can. Not everyone can handle a good prognostication! What do we do now? Heroes always need help. Venix is just too proud to ask. Proud or uninterested? Seraphina, you said that Tippius used dark magic beyond his abilities to trap these souls, right? Mm-hmm. Magic like this isn't something you just pick up from a scroll. And he was corrupted somehow. From a cursed book, maybe, or a potion that went bad. Corruption that big doesn't come from a rancid potion. He had to have been influenced by someone or something very evil. Something that would command a demon horde? Exactly, which means we need to start making some plans. I'll uh, put the kettle on, I guess. In this episode of Venix the Mighty, Venix was played by Tim Higgins. Bronwyn was played by Mary Mascari. Myrtle was played by Jenny Higgins. Leonthorn was played by Rowan Bristol. Gerby was played by Jenny Gluckstein. Gorin was played by Ben Barker. Serafina was played by Susan Scott Fry. And the Horny Elf was played by Aaron Crowley. It was edited by Jenny Higgins. Special thanks to Arnie Parrott for our theme song. Benix the Mighty was written and directed by Mary Mascari and produced by Jenny Higgins and Mary Mascari. <laughs>